stop, stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Stop it now. I'm leaving. Hello and welcome back. We are breaking up with RBS. I am Tani Santabria. This is episode number 89. And who am I with? You are you are with JDK Winnikin. I promise you, I'm the same person I've always been up until this point. Just making sure. So, yeah, absolutely. That's okay. I have to make sure every day mm-hmm. <laughs> when I wake up. I suppose we all do. But mm-hmm. uh, yes, we are back once again to debunk the junk. Uh, really talking about those BS stories that uh, we often make up in the midst of all our various emotional states, none of which serve to do anything really positive for us. So this is a show about how to recognize those, how to get underneath those, how to let go of them and have a life full of more ease and flow resilience. That's why we're here. And we have lots of different ways connecting you with that. Certainly you can listen to the show live. And if you are, good morning. You can also get this show as a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And thank you in advance for giving us a review and for subscribing and for sharing with your friends and your family. We really appreciate it. You can also check out our YouTube channel at Breaking Up With Our BS, our Facebook group of the same name. Tawny has a six-week self-mastery course at unperfectyourself.com where you can apply a lot of the things that we talk about into your own context and see how it works for you. And then every second Saturday of the month, Tawny and I host a free Zoom workshop where we introduce elements of this practice of getting into the body, getting grounded, and uh, answer any questions that you might have, that type of thing. And we are continuing to work on the book, and that is, we're finding we're finding a, another gear on the book, which is kind of exciting. Uh, so we got a lot going on, Tony. How's that feel to hear all that listed out? <laughs> um, it's always just like surprising to me to hear it all listed out. Uh, but but you know that's what we're doing, and, and we're doing it for a purpose, and. Hoping that people find some relief and some joy and some ease that they may not have discovered otherwise. So, absolutely, that's absolutely. why we do what we do. And it's, exactly, and it's and it's uh, it doesn't have to be as elusive as we make it. Uh, and that's that's one of the great hopeful points of what we do and why we do this. So, uh, anyway, we are here again. And Tani, what would you like to talk about today? You got something on your mind you think would be interesting to discuss? Well, well, let's see how interesting we can make the topic of boredom. <laughs> boredom. Okay. How interesting can we make this? <laughs> I honestly think really interesting. Yeah. Um, and because that's a, I always evaluate these things when we bring them up. It's like, how many BS stories in my own experience can I connect to boredom? And I automatically had a flash of about a thousand. So clearly we can talk about this. So what about what about boredom is a source of these types of stories or that you want to hit on? Yeah, you know, it makes me uh, think back way back in the day when I would mostly work with younger kids and um, we would have our feelings chat, you know, like what kinds of feelings do you know you have those kinds of things? And they could identify, you know, so, you know, happy, sad, mad and bored. <laughs> <laughs> bored, bored was a feeling that kids learn early. And then, you know, so sometimes adults bring that idea of 
board up nowadays when we're talking about sort of letting go of some of these stories that have kept a lot of, you know, uh, uh, rumination or, or, or drama or chaos or, you know, those kinds of things, the stories we've been talking about for the last 88 episodes. Um, and then when they're not experiencing so many of those stories, sometimes um, I hear I'm, I'm noticing I'm kind of bored. Um, and I just find that fascinating. Uh, on one hand, it's sort of like, okay, what does that even really mean? Number one, I don't yeah. know. Like when when you hear it, what what do you, what comes up for you? When someone says bored, um, words that come up are are they're unsure of what to do next. It maybe restlessness could be a part of that. Um, indecisiveness. Uh, it's something that I don't know if I even associate it as a feeling. It, see, it seems like more like a state of being or, and it's a, it's a frustrating word for me because I'm not sure it means much of anything. <laughs> I, mean, I, I know what people think they mean. I'm not convinced that that's actually what people mean when they say they're bored or that there's boredom. It's a very incomplete word for me that I think papers over it's a way of papering over what might actually be really going on. Now, maybe they're not conscious of that, but that's what it is. It, it, I, it, I have the same feeling about the word fine. When people say I'm fine, that means nothing to me. That's <laughs> you know, just, there's nothing, there's nothing there. It's, it's, that seems to me to be a, a state of being like, but that's meant to really paper over something. Boredom kind of hits me that way. What do you think? Um, yes. Cause sort of surfacey. Sort of just yeah. like, I could, okay, so just on a very surface level, I know this much. <laughs> but typically, and um, most often, if we sort of really look underneath the board, we're going to come up with all sorts of different things that might be going on for us. Um, so certainly, um, yeah, there, there can be all sorts of things. And some of the things that I was coming up with over over the past couple of days is thinking about it as such of uh, a state of like the absence of creativity or um, oh. the absence, you know, momentarily absence, like the absence of, um, of, um, you know, desire for something mm-hmm. or, or, um, you know, just this sort of like, I'm not as stimulated if, you know, I'm thinking all the time. Right. So, so there can be a lot of different things underneath that. And I think that as we're getting clearer about what's really going on for us and we become more aware and more present using language that gets to the heart of the matter, that allows us to sort of kind of dig a little deeper, um, can give us a lot of clarity. So I, I, I thought we could talk about board. Absolutely. Because what comes up for me with that are some other things like not being excited about something or or you know, the, the way things are, the, the general routine feels unsatisfying or, or unmotivating or, but those are all real different things. And, and, and those have more clarity to them as words and as issues than bored does. Right. Um, that shorthand thing. And, and it occurred to me and I, the thought came up, I said it just a few minutes ago that, you know, a lot of BS stories can come from this idea of bored, but maybe bored itself is a BS story. What do you think of that? I see you nodding. You know, any story that isn't really the, 
the, I don't say complete story or doesn't, mm. you know, take into consideration all the parts. Um, I can be a BS story. And I do think that board is one of those ones where we just like, it stops us short. If we don't have to dig any deeper and get clearer about what really is going on for us, then number one, we don't get to know ourselves very well. And we don't get to understand what's, what's really going on for us in order to be able to feel empowered to um, learn and grow in ways that we would prefer. Um, you know, I think about sometimes for, for, for me, I think about the times in the past of feeling bored, there's an energy state alongside that almost like a tired or, you know, not as, you know, engaged or enthusiastic or energized too. And so that goes to how we've talked quite a bit about energy management. And I wonder, I'm starting to wonder about how those link up also. Yeah. I think that I was heading that direction myself. You know, it's, uh, cause I was thinking, you know, when I, when I tell myself or when I've told myself I'm bored, uh, usually what I really do mean is I'm feeling some level of restlessness with my current state, wherever I am. And I can make it about I'm bored cause I have nothing to do or all these things I normally do don't seem as exciting, but the feeling state restlessness could be one. Cause very rarely when I say I've been bored, am I just sitting around doing nothing right. Or being just like plop down in a chair and, and blah, blah, blah. It's usually some restlessness to it. Uh, but that's my point about what you're saying about energy to connect with an energy status of, I am restless in my body and I can feel it. I'm moving around. I'm jittery. I can't, I'm not sitting still. I'm not, my mind doesn't feel as focused. I'm feeling, I'm jumping all over the place or I have BS stories that are starting to link up and feed one another. That's a different thing, (laughs) you know, now, before I understood the difference, I wouldn't have defined it. I would have just been like, I'm bored and I don't know what to do with myself. But it's a whole different thing when we, when we feel and experience the energy of whatever is underneath that, that I think is, is the key thing. And, it's, and this is another one of those words, isn't it? We've found many and, and deconstructed them over the past, you know, 88 plus episodes that just, we use just so easily and yet, you take a good close look at it for 11 minutes as we have. And it's really kind of in the way <laughs> of, of really what's actually happening. And it's not a mental state as far as an answer goes, right? Have to feel what's actually going on in the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it, 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 it's a strange thing to go from like hyper stimulated. Okay. We're busy, busy, busy. We're thinking, 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 we're producing, 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 and then, we're want, we're teaching people how to slow down, how to be present, how to be in their body. And without that level of stimulation, uh, uh, you know, the immediate feeling or experience can be this sense of boredom. And, and then, uh, yeah. And, and so then how, what comes next? Right. And this tends to come up quite a bit with many of the folks that I talk to. Um, it's about reconditioning or deconditioning ourselves around that value of overdoing and overthinking and overproducing. There's value yeah. in slowing down. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when, and when was one does not have previous experience with that, right. 
And as all these things redefine, and that does happen in this practice, you start, you know, words start to get redefined, feeling states get redefined. Sometimes the only thing you've got to go with, at least initially, and I've seen it with clients too, is, is oh, I'm more bored than usual. Well, let's dig under that. Maybe there's less complicated <laughs> that you're making up in your head. And so it feels less, there's, there's less frenetic pace. There's less chaos. Um, I mean, it could be a million things, right? It could be less of whatever it is that's been the burden or the BS story or whatever. Um, and I know for me, what ended up happening was I, I, I noticed it when I started realizing I was re I was spending more time reading again. Like I was like, Oh, I got, you know, but for me, reading takes, I got to slow down. I, I got to concentrate. I've got to, I've got to be in a more relaxed state. And for a long time in my frenetic state, I never stopped to do it. But yeah, it's, man, again, one of those loaded things. Yeah. And that's the other thing too, I was thinking about as you were speaking, um, it, what came up for me was more around like when we get used to being quite stimulated, whether it's overthinking, whether it's um, stimulation from, uh, you know, video, video games or, um, right. you know, YouTube, something that we're looking at or um, something that, you know, even learning, right? We're hyper-stimulated in, in the thought process. Um, it can, it feels really unfamiliar to get away from that. It feels like something's wrong. It feels like, oh my gosh, I'm not myself anymore. Mm -hmm. but, but what if we weren't in the first place wired to be that in, in the first place? We, we, condi we became conditioned to do that because we have so many things that can keep us going in the thinking space or, or, you know, all the noise. I, I was visiting family this weekend and I don't watch the news. I don't watch daytime TV. I don't watch um, the today shows and all of those kinds of things. And, 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 but it was on the TV and I just, it was, I mean, I haven't watched these in years actually. So I was just watching. I was like, Oh, Wow. To me, there was so much noise, so much ta people talking over each other, so many colors, so many movements, um, you know, so while that's quite stimulating and then you take that away, that can be really sort of like, what, what am I? Yeah, that can feel quite... <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, I don't even know the word except for bored, but that can feel quite like, like there's nothing going on. Like, yeah. what do I do now? Yeah. Particularly if the conditioning has said that that state you just described is normal and it's important for us to be engaged in it, right? Going back to the episode we did on um, during the fleeing your poo series on, on consuming the news, right? If you think that that state is how things are supposed to be, you remove yourself from it you are not going to feel very stimulated or in, in as you've defined it connected to what's going on when really it's a product of disconnection. Um, it reminds me of when I was a kid, there was a huge push in the schools um, when I was learning it to, about noise pollution. Right. And that, and I've, I've had a, you know, been thinking about that. And what you're talking about is like sight pollution, right. And noise pollution altogether, colors, voices, personalities, you know, graphics, coming at you, whether it's on the news, whether it's in video games, any of those types of things, it does set, particularly when we engage in it all the time, it does set this new bandwidth of this is the standard. 
there were, you know, it's, and it can be easy to do that. And when we dis disconnect from that by connecting to ourselves, yeah, it's going to feel like, and I felt like this to me first, you might remember, um, like going from fifth gear to first gear, <laughs> you know, all of a sudden slowing down you know, the, the grind of that gears. But, uh, it is, it is something that at first, um, as we get into that can feel, um, new to give it a very general thing. And, and we struggle to find words to define those states, right? So it's easy to go, okay, well, this is sort of like bored. So I'll go with bored. Right. You know, if we, um, what we use a lot is the word spaciousness. Um, mm. but I know that that's not what is sort of, we, we don't hear that word a lot. And so it, for folks who are new to this spaciousness might not feel like what's um, happening. But I know that when, when I was, you know, visiting and I'm watching this, the shows and all, all I could feel was like, whoa, I couldn't even um, be in my own space. I, it just was like, things were just coming at and I, at me. And I think, wow, I haven't experienced that in a long time. I used to, but I, I but I haven't experienced in a long time. And so um, wow, how limiting and how difficult to get clear about for myself how, to even know what I wanted from the next few moments in my life, because I, things were just getting thrown at, at me. Right. And the hosts are talking over each other the whole time. And I'm thinking, <laughs> what am I watching? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why am I watching an argument? <laughs> Why are you guys doing this? Wow. Wow. So it really was an experience for me um, on the opposite end the you know, the, the different way that we're talking about most of the time when we're talking with our clients or talking with people who don't realize that things are being thrown at them constantly and then we're, yeah. and, and, and slowing down and giving themselves some space from it. Um, so it was a, it was sort of like the opposite way. Um, but yeah, that's the, the, the quiet is going to allow for clarity. Ooh, yes. Yes. I like that. Ooh, that's, that's the, I'm going to pull that one out. <laughs> the quiet allows for clarity. That's, that's really good. Uh, yeah. I love what you just said too, about, um, not even knowing when you were, when you're being hit with all that, not even knowing what to do in the next few moments. And that's with an awareness of what's happening. And, you know, and if, if there isn't that awareness and it's moment after moment, hour after hour, day after day, where you're not knowing what to do in your own space with your own moments. Yes. That's being disconnected, <laughs> it's getting disconnected from yourself, from the things you could be doing from the emotional state. You really want to be connected to and letting other things determine where you're going to be and how you're going to be. Yeah. I don't and, want that. I don't want that. And just the internal conflict that, that arrives in here, like, okay, I'm hearing this. I'm seeing this. I, okay. I get, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know what I even believe about this or think about this or where I, where, where, how I want this to influence my life or not. I guess it just does it. Like there's no time to even consider or reflect. Are these things that are hitting me actually valuable and um, do they benefit me to have them you know, inside my body in terms of my thinking 
or, or just my energy state. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's something that I've talked with a number of people about before clients and, and otherwise that the very idea you can tell of, of unplugging for lack of a better word from that um, and being with themselves, it raises a whole different, it can raise a whole different series of questions. And I've asked clients before, in what ways do you enjoy your own company? And usually I get a pretty good look right away <laughs> on, on how they understand that. And oftentimes I get a lot of blinks first, you know, um, as they scroll through. And I, well, I'm not sure. And I've had several say, I'm not sure I, I, I know what you mean, or I do know what means to enjoy my own company. Another way to say it might be, how can we self-soothe when we aren't, either when we are being hit by these things and we want to step away from them, or if we're coming from a, a place of less chaos, less of that, how do we enjoy our own company? How do we enjoy the space and the time and the ability to connect with ourselves? I mentioned reading, that's one. But, um, you know, boredom, from that standpoint, <laughs> is, there's some lack of imagination in there if we're coming from a place of disconnection, right? If we're in a place of connection, I have a feeling boredom isn't as much of an issue or it's, it's easy to go, okay, well, I can enjoy this or I'm appreciating this moment or, oh, I can do this, reach out and connect to somebody or, oh, there's that thing I intended to do. How about I go do that? Or does that make sense where I'm going with that? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it, what comes up for me is sort of like, if we're truly present, boredom isn't even a thing. Yes. Right? I wasn't willing it to be but you are. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just doesn't happen. And, or it doesn't stick around for very long because we might be aware, oh, yeah, um, I'm experiencing this thing. And okay, so what does that mean? Or what do I want to do with that? Or how do I want to shift that? Or is that even a problem? right? So stillness doesn't have to be boredom. Quiet doesn't have to be boredom. Not as stimulated in this moment doesn't have to be boredom. Uh, I think I think also what happens too is we don't give enough. I talk about this with my clients all the time. Creativity, creativity, creativity. Everybody needs creativity in their life. It's not about being an artist. It's not about creating a product. It's about being able to utilize creativity. And if and, and if we accept that as part of like, we, our nose smells things and our eyes see things <laughs> and, and our fingers touch things. And, you know, if, if we see creativity as a part of who we just are and how we need to engage in the world, then mm -hmm. we have a lot more possibility available moment to moment to moment. Yeah. Yeah. And curiosity is tied directly to that, right? You know, because creativity and curiosity go hand in hand. And, and uh, it just seems to me that boredom is like, if you, if you, if I find myself or if we find ourselves in a state of saying bored, that that's almost like its own neon flashing sign of disconnect. Yep. Nope. Mm -hmm. Not connected, not connected, not connected. Um, because that's true because the, the creativity piece and if, if we're connected, those things just kind of happen. Curiosity of, oh, what's happening with me? Then leads into that, can lead into that sense of what, oh, I want to do this. I meant to go do this. I meant to go, I want to try this out. I want to, you know, engage in whatever creativity there might be. It doesn't happen from that thinking space of boredom because it seems like when we're in that disconnected space of boredom, we're waiting for something magic to happen, you know, to get us out of that. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, we've, we've talked about external, you know, focusing on the externals. Right. And so if the, if there's not uh, things happening externally to us, then, then, you know, then maybe board comes up, but if, if we are able to go inward, then we have a whole host of possibilities Mm -hmm. uh, at any point in time. And if we um, practice that awareness piece, then we're going to know when we're wanting to avoid or escape or not be in discomfort. We're going to know all of these things. We're going to, we're going to know what they feel like. We're going to, our body's going to alert us to this. And, and even being connected to all of that isn't boredom. Like, Mm -hmm. right. Boredom there, there's an, there's an avoidance component avoidance or disconnection from ourselves, like you were saying, um, in boredom also. So momentary boredom until we figure out, Oh, there there's, I noticed this thing. Um, and then we get to make a choice around it. Uh, even making a choice isn't boredom. Mm -hmm. So it does take that awareness moment to moment to moment in order to, um, deal with boredom, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it kind of brings us back around to, to where we started, you know, this, the, the idea of boredom, if it is disconnect, if it is um, a lack of curiosity, not engaging in creativity, the very notion should be this something that we, when we notice it, we go, okay, this isn't what's actually happening. What is really underneath this? And in order to really do that, you can't think your way through that from just the strict thinking space. You've got to be able to sit with oneself, you know, and, and see what's possible. You know, I, I keep thinking of in our last minute here before we go that, you know, people ask us all the time, Tony, like, wow, you guys are doing a lot with all these things. How do you do all that? Well, we're engaging in this from a, you know, with creative creativity, curiosity from a connected space with ourselves and with each other. That doesn't feel like quote unquote work. It takes, it takes time. It takes effort. It takes intention, but it's not the same thing. I don't find it exhausting at all from that standpoint, because I think it's coming from that place at its best. That's exactly what we're talking about. We're never bored underneath this. And I don't think we've ever asked ourselves if we are. Yeah, well, you know, it's one of those words. And so that that's the part sort of like when mm-hmm. for any of the listeners, when that word comes up, just dig a little deeper. That's all. Dig a little deeper. That's that light shining in your face. All right. Mm-hmm. We are out of time for this week on this episode of Breaking Up With Our BS. Hope that wasn't boring. <laughs> I don't think it should have been. <laughs> it certainly wasn't for me. Uh, again, love to love to hear from you. Reach out for reach out to us at our Facebook page, Breaking Up With Our BS. Be sure to share this as a podcast or from our YouTube channel with your friends. And we'll be back next week with another episode, another way to break up with your BS. Until then, I am JDK Winnegan. And I'm Tani Santabria. We will see you later. Remember, bored is not real. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Stop it now, I'm leaving.